You are listening to the In Perspective Weekly Podcast with Bob Branco and Peter Outchul. Hi, everyone. Welcome once again to In Perspective. My name is Bob Branco, and this is episode 286. Let me first introduce back from Oregon to Missouri, Peter Outchul, our friend and colleague. Yes, Peter. thank you. Welcome back. As, uh, as Bob said, I'm in, back in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, the weather here is very, very windy, something like 60 degrees. Tomorrow's high is supposed to be 38. So welcome to Missouri winter, but I'm glad to be back. All right. So before we continue with our guest, let me acknowledge some people who make it possible for In Perspective to be aired. And I also have a shout out that I would like to present afterwards. We start out with Raymond Gay, our producer. He edits our programs, makes them sound really good. Thank you, Ray. And we have our media outlets who air our shows when they can. We appreciate what they do for us. Helps with publicity. Tom and Lynn, they do the same thing on Rosie's Place. They post our programs on greeting door number 15. Thank you, Tom and Lynn, for that. Also, Jacqueline Sylvia. Our website designer, she archives in perspective on my website. Just go to www.brancoevents.com, click on In Perspective Podcasts, and you will see our archives from latest to earliest. And the shout-out today goes to Alice Massa. Thank you very much, Alice, for listening and for your interest and support. We appreciate it very much. And, and, bef- and before you go on, I just need to uh, say the two most important words of the show, which are merci, Jackie. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> I'm sure many of you have heard of the Hadley School for the Blind. I've been familiar with it for many, many years, several decades probably. So we're here with Mark Arneson. He represents Hadley School. Mark, first yeah. of all, welcome to End Perspective. We appreciate you coming. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, it's a um, pleasure to be here. I I love talking about Hadley. Any chance I get, I I'm there. Now, <laughs> so what is your you. official? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just thanking you. Thank you. What is your official title? So it's director of community is my official title here at Hadley. Um, I don't know that it entirely describes what I do, and I think it can be a little confusing. Um, if you'd like, I can kind of share what I do here at Hadley. Um, yeah, please go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my role is, uh, I actually, I think I have probably the best job in the world. Um, so if anybody's willing to, to argue that, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna argue with you. It's a, what I get to do is I actually just get to talk to, um, just a lot of people. I, I hear a lot of fascinating stories, just talk to some really interesting folks. Um, you know, and, and I hear some of the challenges that they're facing with vision loss. And then I kind of bring that back to Hadley and, um, and we try to figure out some way that we can help. And so, um, usually we, we get it wrong the first time. We don't always, you know, hit it on the nail the first time. So, um, oftentimes I'm going back and checking in and seeing how can we do things better? How can we improve what we're, we're offering? And, um, eventually we, we, you know, we get to a place where we offer something that we think can be helpful. And part of my other job is just to go tell as many people as I can about that. So, so the people that you talk to are basically students or former students, correct? Yeah. We're using the term learner now. Um, learner. Robert, yeah, and, and, you know, for lack of a better word, I guess we came up with the word learner. Um, it's so interesting, even hearing you introduce ourselves as Hadley School for the Blind. 
Um, so many people had such a different idea of who we were and what we offered here at Handley. Um, we had so many people that would contact us wanting to enroll in our school and come and sit in a classroom with us and learn from our teachers. And, and that's never who we've been at Hadley. Um, we've always been a correspondence and a distance, um, learning organization. And, um, and I think that word school became a little bit confusing for folks. So these days we're just going by Hadley. So we, we've kind of dropped that, that school name and, uh, we're, we like to say we're on a first name basis. So it's, it's just Hadley these days. <laughs> just Hadley. Um, I can't help but be intrigued. How did you get the term learner? Well, you know, we we were thinking about um, folks that are coming to us and trying to discover new ways to do things um, that maybe have now become more difficult with vision loss. And so they're in the process of of learning um, ways to, to continue to do the things that they were passionate about and love to do. And so I guess that's the kind of the word that we came up with was, um, you know, we're helping them learn different tasks and things like that. I don't mind telling you, but I think everyone in this world is a learner because we I all know. learn new. We all learn new things every day. No I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> so, Mark, um, can you sort of talk about your sort of your journey, how you got to Hadley? Myself personally. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't often get asked about my personal journey. Um, you know, I actually started my career off in child welfare. Um, for years and years, I actually worked in. Um, with, uh, you know, the foster care system here in Illinois. And so I worked with children who are wards of the state. And then I, um, after about 10 years, I transitioned to working to infant adoption. And so I spent, um, a pretty significant amount of my career, um, again, in child welfare, this time through infant adoption. Um, the organization I was working with was going through, you know, some different changes and, um, our president and CEO of that company left and took a position with Hadley. Uh, my direct boss actually followed Julie, our, our CEO and president here at Hadley, um, as well to Hadley. And, um, and, you know, after talking with Julie and my boss, I, I became really inspired by this vision that they had. Um, and it does, it does go back a little bit to the idea of Hadley being known as a school. What they wanted to do was really, um, kind of position ourselves as more of a service oriented organization as to, as opposed to an academic one. And, um, and so I was, I was brought on. I, you know, I kind of hoped that there would be a place for me here at Hadley and I was able to find one and, uh, and I was always in the area. I, I live in Illinois. I'm relatively close to Winneka where Hadley's located. And so I've always known of the reputation of Hadley, but I was really excited about the vision that both Julie and uh, Joan, my direct boss, had for, for where they wanted to take Hadley. How so many let's, years? Let's, I was going to, I'm sorry, Peter. I was going to ask Mark how long Hadley's been in existence. Yeah, we're coming up. So 102 years now. Um, <laughs> William Hadley started this whole thing back in 1920, um, with his first student in Kansas and it's, um, it's a fascinating story. I'd be happy to go into a little bit more detail if we have time. Um, I don't know how much, how much history you guys want to know, but can I share a well, little bit of, oh. Sure. Peter, did you want to ask your question? Uh, first, uh, did you want Mark to continue? No, my, my, my question can wait. Why don't you give us a brief, yeah, yeah. uh, brief, brief history? Yeah. So, you know, William Hadley, he, um, he was, he actually lived in Winneka where Hadley is located and, um, you know, he lived there his whole life and, um, and he, um, he actually was a, a public school teacher, Chicago public school teacher. He taught in the school systems in Chicago and he, um, 
he got sick and it was, you know, in the early 1900s. So it was, it was right around the time of the swine flu pandemic. And so they, they, there's some thought that maybe he had contracted the swine flu. Regardless, his illness actually impacted his vision where he went from being completely sighted to totally blind, um, over a weekend in a matter of days. Um, and so obviously it was a huge adjustment for him. He, he decided to step away from teaching at that point, but, um, but his absolute passion in life, like the thing he just absolutely loved to do was to read. Books were, were his thing. Um, we've, we've, um, we've recently renovated our building at Hadley and, uh, and we've turned it into a little bit of a library. And so we see these pictures of William around the building and there's just one of him sitting in his library and it's just these rows and rows of books. And, um, he was pretty educated. So he read in like French, English, German. I mean, and that's his thing. He just would sit in his library and read. And obviously his vision loss, you know, had a huge impact on his passion. Um, but that's why he decided he wanted to learn Braille. And, um, you know, back in the 1920s, not a lot of people were teaching Braille. And, and even in the Chicago area, kind of a relatively big city, he couldn't find anybody to help him learn. So um, being determined, he he taught himself, which I think is super impressive <laughs> um, just to take it upon himself. And he learned Braille by teaching himself. And um, he I think he kind of developed a, a little bit of a conviction that he didn't want anybody else to have to go through that. And so... um I guess the story goes one night he was out on his neighbor's porch, who also happened to be his his doctor's ophthalmologist, um, Dr. Brown. Um, and apparently there was a traveling sales or traveling evangelist, I'm sorry, a traveling evangelist staying with Dr. Brown at that time. And the three of them came up with this idea of Braille by mail, which I I think is super catchy. <laughs> but uh and what they wanted to do was, you know, be able to help anybody across the country that wanted to learn Braille. Uh, they wanted to help them. And um, so being a teacher, he developed a curriculum. He developed assignments, instructions. And um, and this, like I said, the first student was this woman in Kansas who wanted to give it a go. And they mailed her out all the material. She completed the assignments, mailed them back. They would grade them, then send the next lesson. And uh, it just took off from there. Um, and so we've been teaching Braille ever since. And, you know, we've been providing help, as much help as we can for for over 100 years now, about 102 years. So how has uh, teaching Braille changed over the 102 years since Hadley started? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know exactly what the instruction was like back 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but we actually, you know, we, we have, um, we're kind of excited in January of this year, we launched a new Braille instruction here at Hadley. And, you know, everything that we're doing here at Hadley is really directly in response to feedback and input that we're getting from folks that, um, that are using Hadley and coming to Hadley. Um, you know, we, we talked about everybody being a learner, you know, hopefully everybody is learning something daily. Well, that's, that's really how we define ourselves as an organization as a, we define ourselves as a learning organization. Like we're here to learn, um, from the folks that we're trying to help. And, and in doing so, we just ask a lot of questions. And what we heard was a lot of people that were coming to us to learn Braille, um, they had some vision, um, and they were perhaps anticipating further, further vision loss and perhaps wanted to learn Braille before, um, before that happened. Um, or the other piece we heard quite often was folks just wanted to have enough familiarity with Braille to be able to, um, kind of manage day to day to really use it in practical ways. And so what we introduced was uh, what we're calling Braille for Everyday Use. And the idea is to really give, um, you know, folks enough familiarity with Braille to be able to use it in their day-to-day life. Um, things like, you know, 
recognizing the buttons on the elevator or the numbers on the elevator or, um, you know, maybe you're at the ATM or something and trying to get money and the, the glare is just too much. You can't see the numbers there and you want to know just enough braille there. Um, or, you know, going into the restroom, which one you're going into. Um, just really important things that you need to know. Um, menus. Barrel menus, yeah, just, you know, and the other thing is labeling. Um, being able to just label things around your house so you can quickly identify them by knowing enough of your alphabet and your numbers and things like that. Um, and so we wanted to also not overwhelm people with the idea of, of, you know, how hard it could be to learn braille. So we took a, a really simple approach of, of let's start easy and let's just continue to, at a pace that's familiar and easy for you. So, um, for folks that want to learn braille, we send them the first workbook. And it's just the letters A through C. And, um, you know, and so we want to really just make sure you're moving at a pace that's really comfortable for you. When you're ready, you just give us a call. We get you set up with the next set of workbooks, D through G. And you just kind of continue along that pace, whatever, you know, convenient and easy for you. Um, but we also wanted to give folks that had some site the ability to use some of that vision along with learning Braille tactically as well. And so, um, you know, the workbook we send, the whole half, top half portion of it, there is, um, some visual cues, like we give a little bit of hints. Like, um, for example, you know, I don't know a lot of braille, but I do know the B cell is braille cells one and two. So they're kind of on top of each other. So, um, you know, we give a hint, like maybe think of buttons on a shirt, B for buttons, one right on top of the other. I and like maybe that. that can help you, you know, perhaps remember when you're trying to, yeah, when you're trying to, you know, feel the, the braille cells. Oh, wait, I feel one on top of the other. That's B. So how do you um, interpret a C? One, four. It's cap. And so there's like a, you know, like, I think that's, we, we had to get creative with some of these. <laughs> um, but I think, I think the, the, the hint that we used was cap, um, like a cap on your head kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the other piece is that there's, there's audio instructions that go along with the braille. And what we've done is we've introduced, um, you know, a phone system, a voice prompted phone system. So you just dial the phone number, you get into this voice prompted phone system and, you know, you can just say one to go to the next page, two to go back, you know, three to repeat, five to pause. Um, and so you can kind of just move along the, the audio instructions directly over the phone just by using your voice. Um, the thing that's kind of cool about that though is if you, if you get stuck or something's a little tricky, all you have to do is say zero and we'll auto- automatically be connected to one of our braille experts here at Hadley. And so the folks that helped develop this curriculum, the ones that are, have been teaching braille for, for years and years, um, you know, they're available anytime you need them, um, for any kind of suggestions or, or hints or tips or anything like that. And simply do that by saying zero on the phone system. Um, so we're super, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Keep, keep going, keep going. No, I just said, you know, it's, it's something that we weren't, you know, we, we were excited about it. Um, we weren't sure how it would take off, but I think in the first month we sent out about maybe 2000 workbooks and I think we're sending out about maybe a, I don't know, somewhere around a thousand to 1500 a month since then. So, um, there's a lot of folks that are super interested and, you know, they want to become familiar with Braille and, uh, and the thing that's really cool about it, we're getting some feedback that they're having fun doing it <laughs> and, uh, and they're, and they're finding success and gaining confidence in, in learning Braille, which is, which I think is super cool. You know, this is great news, Mark, because for a while there, there seemed to have been speculation that Braille was going out the door because of technology. I'm so glad you're telling us this, reassuring us that we shouldn't worry oh, about that. 
Not at all, Robert. No, just actually the opposite. We, um, you know, we were actually fortunate to get a, a pretty significant, um, grant to be able to dedicate specifically to our Braille instruction. And we probably spent, uh, you know, two, two and a half years developing this curriculum, you know, doing research, developing it. And then we probably spent about six months testing it. Oh, come with different on. Folks to see, uh, <laughs> sorry. To, to see, you know, where we could improve it, things we needed to change. And then we got it to a place where we felt like we could introduce it. Now, that's not to say it's not a continued work in progress. I think everything we do here at Hadley, we continue, a, we consider a work in progress, but, um, but we're excited that people are finding it helpful and that they're, they're learning Braille. So is it fair to say that this new curriculum, uh, is, is a more practical version of how to learn Braille as compared to, I, I'm not familiar with your old system such as it was, yeah. but. Um, you know, you really, you really try to be more practical, you know, as you said, get, you know, help people label stuff, read elevator buttons as compared to reading war and peace in Braille, for example, which is a whole different skill. Um, so it sounds like it's a more practical approach than a literary approach. Is, is that a fair? Exactly right. Peter. How, yeah. How, how things have changed. Yep. And that's what we called our Braille instruction before was Braille literacy. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think what we found is, um, Folks oftentimes got overwhelmed with the amount of information we we're sending at, at one particular time. And it got to the point where they just, you know, they'd set it aside, um, just because it became too difficult and challenging. And that's why we wanted to move at a little bit of a slower pace and, and help folks find success in it before continuing on to the next step. Um, but that's not to say, you know, you, we can continue to teach you as far as you want to learn. Like, for example, we have our, 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 you know, the first thing that we, we, we will have, we'll send out to you is our, our Braille letters, um, Braille for Every letters series. And, um, you know, after you finish the first 10 letters, if you prefer, you can start your number series as well. Um, you know, some decide they want to get through the whole alphabet before they get move on to the number series. That's totally fine as well. Um, once you learn your numbers, then we move on to punctuation. After punctuation, we learn on, we, we move on to helping you, um, learn to write Braille. And so we'll send you out a slate and stylus. We'll, we've got, um, some opportunities to learn how to use that slate and stylus. And then you'll work with our instructors to learn how to write Braille and with our workshops. And then if you want to continue on, um, we've just released our contracted Braille series as well. So, um, we're going to continue to build out more and more instructions. And so folks can go as far as they want. But yeah, I think the idea was to, to, for those that want to be able to use practically to kind of give them those opportunities. Because most of the folks who I know who who became blind later in life, you know, don't want to read War and Peace yeah. and Braille. They just want to do the practical stuff that you're describing, label labeling groceries, you know, reading stuff on the elevator. And, you know, that strikes me as a very sensible way of doing business. I hope so. Yeah, there yeah. was a yeah. one of our one of our learners or lack again, lack of better word or she was a. She was great. Claris. Is it Clarice or I think it was Claris because it reminded, it reminds with Paris. So it's Claris. She, um, she came to Hadley when she was 93 years old and said she wanted to learn Braille. <laughs> and good so she, uh, good for her, right? I and like she, hearing stuff like that. It's wonderful. We actually, if you like that, um, a couple of weeks ago, one of the, uh, one of the gals at our help desk shared with me that they got a call from a 102 year old that wanted to start our Braille instruction. So that's 102. Oh, wow. <laughs> So that's, I think that's our oldest so far, which I thought was wonderful. But, but Claris, you know, she lived in an independent living facility and she, um, she had this mailbox that looked like everybody else's. It was a sea of mailboxes and, and she couldn't tell hers apart from everybody else. So she wanted to braille her name on it, you know, something simple to be able to just feel her mailbox and know where it was. 
she also she also loved knitting and she couldn't read the the numbers on her knitting needles any longer and so she just wanted to braille the numbers you know labeled the numbers on her knitting needles so she could continue to find which ones were which and very practical reasons but um but yeah she came to us at 93 and by by 96 she had learned braille through us <laughs> that that is pretty cool you you uh, said something a while back that I want to go back to you talked about I I think I have this right Moving from a learning organization to a service organization. Did, yeah. I, did I get that right? Can you talk you about did. what that means? Yeah. How, how, what that means in sort of practical terms. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, again, I think it goes back to originally our name was Hadley School for the Blind and it, it created this kind of perception of who we were and what we offered. And, you know, I think we, we, to some extent kind of played into that role as well. Um, you know, we, we had a high school program, um, where people could come and, you know, complete their GED through our program. Um, we offered many courses. Um, we called them courses because they were essentially, you know, kind of like, kind of like, I don't know, college level courses. You could come and learn anatomy, psychology, business ethics. Um, I mean, there was literally hundreds of opportunities to come and learn and, and very Spanish. similar to Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. There's different languages that were available. Um, you know, anatomy of the eye, things like that. I mean, there was just literally a catalog that was consisted of like a hundred different opportunities. There were some fun things like container gardening and poetry and things like that. But, um, but you wouldn't, you would enroll in the course, you know, and, and we made it a little bit challenging. You know, we'd have to, we'd ask that you'd submit a, an essay kind of describing why you want to take this course. Um, we would review that and assuming we approved it, you would have to be interviewed by the instructor to see if you were a fit. Um, if you were, then you'd submit an eye condition, you know, a report to, to verify your eye condition. And, and when we started talking to people more, maybe about five or six years ago, um, we really started on this journey of understanding who we were, how could we have a bigger impact? Is what we offering, is it helpful? Is this what people are looking for? And um, the more and more we talked to folks, the more and more we understood that what they were really looking for was more practical help for some of the day-to-day challenges that come with vision loss. Um, I talked to so many people that would share with me things like, you know, it's great that I can come to Hadley and, you know, in six months or eight months, I, you know, can write a, a business plan. But what I really need help with is doing my laundry. <laughs> you know, what I, what I really need help with is figuring out um, how to manage the table when I'm at a restaurant, um, you know, brushing my teeth without getting the toothpaste all over the place or pouring a cup of coffee without spilling hot liquid on my hand. Like all these things that are just some of the day-to-day challenges, folks were asking, hey, is there a way that you can help us with some of this stuff? And the other piece that we heard was that what, they, what a lot of people were asking for was more in the moment, on-time learning. Like, you know, I, I'm faced with a challenge right now, and I'm trying to figure out how to overcome that. Um, in the moment, you know, I, I, you know, six months from now, I don't, you know, it's not going to be helpful for me. What I need to do is figure out how to overcome that now. And so it was on time in the moment learning for very practical challenges day to day with vision loss. And, um, and so we kind of retired a lot of our courses and tried to reintroduce what we were offering in the form of what we're calling workshops. And, uh, and again, from listening to our, our audience from listening to the folks that were coming to Hadley, they were very clear in the areas that they wanted to focus, wanted us to focus on, um, technology and, um, you know, just day to day challenges, daily living challenges that come with vision loss. Those were the two main areas of focus. Um, in addition, we, you know, we heard a lot of people talking about wanting to, to be connected with others who were going to do something similar. Um, over and over again, we heard people being, being very honest and, you know, just 
very truthful about um about needing to be around others who just understood what they were going through. So this idea of community was a big thing that kept coming up in some of the the people that we talked with as well. Um interrupt me anytime you want. I, I'll just keep no, no, going I, I, you tell I, me I, to stop. <laughs> I, I, I'm curious about something. You talked about so the daily living skills. And so traditionally, the way those skills are taught is you, somebody comes by your house and, yep. and shows you in person how to like pour a cup of coffee without burning yourself, right? Yep. How does that work virtually? How do you how do you teach somebody how to, for example, let's do that, the coffee uh, pouring. Excellent thing. question. Yeah, so how do you do that virtually? How do you how do you teach somebody virtually to pour a cup of coffee without making yes, a mess burning yourself? <laughs> yes, I, I myself, I'm not a vision rehab therapist or a teacher for the visually impaired. You know, I, I haven't, I didn't create these workshops myself. Um, I just get the, you know, I get the opportunity to tell you guys that we have them available. Um, but you know, the workshops were created by, you know, we have a lot of vision rehab therapists that work here at Hadley and teachers for the visually impaired. And, you know, they're the, the subject matter experts of a lot of these, these, uh, workshops that we do. Um, but the idea is to just offer, uh, you know, little tips, little tricks, some hints that you might not have thought about that perhaps, you know, could make a huge difference. And for folks that are new to vision loss, they haven't had to know this stuff before. And so being able to offer a, a little suggestion that, you know, might not be that difficult, but makes a lot of sense that they just maybe didn't think of could, could make a huge difference. And, and as, as, as you probably know, what we've recognized is, um, there's just not enough help out there in the vision community. <laughs> um, you know, the, he, we, we hear so many people that are, you know, desperate for someone to come into their home and having to wait six months a year before they can have somebody sit down with them and teach them some of these skills. And what we wanted to do was supplement some of that stuff that's being done in person by offering an opportunity to learn this, you know, in the moment, whenever you want, however you want, as many times as you want. And so on our website, we probably have over 400, maybe close to 500 different what we're calling workshops in these areas of, of daily living, technology, adjusting to vision loss, uh, recreation, working, which is kind of job-related skills, and then Braille as well. And um, and what we wanted to do was be able to offer folks the opportunity to learn when they needed to and have access to it um, whenever they wanted, however often they wanted. Um, and, you know, even that person that comes into the home, they may get three or four, maybe five visits with you before they have to move on to the next person. Or sometimes, you know, you haven't quite understood what they're trying to help you learn and they have to leave. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so we want to be able to supplement some of that learning by having this available in addition to some of those things. So do you have any uh, idea? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Peter. Do you have any idea? I realize you're not uh, uh, on the ground uh, yeah. developing these workshops, but do you have any idea how successful they are? How, how uh, are people learning? Uh, yeah. what, what, what are the evaluations looking like? Well, you know, so. We are. We're asking every, every workshop. Once you complete a workshop, we're asking, was this helpful? Um, it's a yes or no question, but then, you know, depending on your answer, we ask, you know, what was helpful about it or how can we make it better? And, um, what we're seeing right now is about 97% of the people that are, are completing the workshops are finding them helpful. Now, the other piece is we know not everybody's online. So we have all of our, our information available on our website, but, 
Um, we send out all this material in the mail too. So if you're not online or if you'd prefer to receive something in Braille, in large print, or in audio, um, you just give us a call. We get your information and we send it off to you in the mail as well. And we're getting feedback from those folks. When they call us back for another workshop, we try to ask them, you know, how, what'd you think? How can we make it better? And again, we're getting the very similar response. About 97% um, are finding them are saying that they're finding them helpful at least. Are um, the workshops available on Zoom? They are not. No, we, we, not. no, yeah, they're, they're not, um, group workshops. They are individual. So people are, you know, completing them individually. Um, we do have folks that are, are getting some of our martelio and using it as a classroom kind of experience with other people in the room. But, um, but yeah, it, they're not done over Zoom. No, they are available on our website. And then again, we, um, we send them off in large print and braille. And then the audio that we're using is the cartridges that work with the, uh, National Library's digital talking book player. The digital cartridges? Yep. Exactly. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we, we I love you know, the player too. Yep. We're piggybacking on that system. And so, um, if you don't have a player, we will just, you know, reach out to your, your state library and order it for you. Um, you know, we've been given permission to order those players for folks. And then, um, and then we just send out our cartridges, um, you know, with the audio of our workshops on them. And so, you know, we can get you the, get you all the, the information offline too. If you're not on, if you're not able to get so, to our website. So I have a very difficult question to ask you. The hardest you're going to get all day. What is your web address? So if people <laughs> want to look, uh, look, look at your, uh, information, how do they contact you? Yeah, thanks, Peter. It's a uh, Hadley.edu. H-A-D-L-E-Y dot E-D-U. Short and sweet. Yep. And, Unlike uh, some sites. So the, the other thing, I got, I got to, I got to share this too. I, I, one of the things I was involved in when I first started at Hadley here about four years ago was, was helping to develop this website. And so again, my job is just talking to people. I saw, I sat with down with maybe 30, 40, 50 different people and, uh, and just got all kinds of wonderful feedback, suggestions, input. Um, we probably went through 40 to 50 different versions of this site. And, um, you know, everything, what I'd like to share is everything that, you know, the way that we built the site was based on all the feedback we got from folks. So it was really built by those who it's intended for. And so, um, you know, even like right at, right at the beginning, you know, if you have enough vision, there's this get started button right there that, you know, you select that and, you know, we'll walk you through how to find what you're looking for on a screen reader. It's like, you know, I think it's three B buttons. You're there, there are a few tab buttons. You're right there. But, um, what we wanted to do is right from the get go, set up the contrast and font size. And so all you have to do is simply select which contrast you like and it changes it everywhere on the site select which font size you prefer changes it everywhere on the site and then we take you right to our topic areas where you can you know learn from the different workshops um but every little piece of the site like we had when one uh one of the folks i sat down with said why on earth would you ever use a pencil when you can use a sharpie <laughs> and so everything we tried to make big and bold and um you know and you know another guy daryl he said to me he's like you know, I hate websites that are too wordsy. And so we wanted to make sure any words that we're using on the site were very intentional. And so we're not making folks, you know, you know, get too fatigued with their eye, you know, with, with reading too much on the site as well. Um, but you know, any feedback that we get from the site, we absolutely love. Again, it's also a work in progress, but, um, but we are excited about, you know, all the feedback that we got to actually launch it. So I'm going to ask a question that I'm not, I, I'm not. Uh, totally conversant in, and so if I have my facts wrong, uh, please correct me. Um, it's uh, there's been a, uh, over the past couple of years. Um, I belong to uh, I, I have several friends who are writers, 
And they are sort of concerned that um, some of the workshops you, you used to have as for writers, poetry, and so on and so forth have either um, gone or, or are being, um, uh, you know, changed. Mm-hmm. And in, in thinking about this and thinking what you said, it, it makes it, I, I can see if I, if I had this right, where, what they're concerned about. And it's because of the way you change the way you, you're focusing on education. It's no longer sort of the literary, the, yeah. the academics. It's the pr- more practical side of things. Um, and I could see how certain people might be more concerned, you know, concerned about missing some of the li- literary stuff, the, the college stuff. Yeah, you've chosen to go a different direction. Well, and again, yeah, no, and again, Peter, this was really in response to, um, you know, just the feedback and input that we got. We, we, you know, maybe about five years ago, we started what we call our advisory panel here at Hadley, and we reached out to all of our, you know, students at that time, and we asked them um, if they'd be willing to to help guide, you know, us here at Hadley. Um, One of the things we recognized is, you know. Outside of our Braille instruction, we were seeing real dwindling numbers in a lot of our workshop, our courses. We were getting maybe four or five enrollments in some of our courses each year. Um, even our high school program, what we recognized was we didn't, we didn't invest in that enough to keep it to a standard that was now required for a high school diploma. And so it would have required us to kind of revamp the whole program. And, and again, we were seeing such small numbers of people interested in the program. It's really what inspired us to try and figure out is there something we could be doing differently? Mm-hmm. Um, even the Braille instruction that I mentioned, our Braille literacy program, um, you know, what we found was about half the people that, that enrolled in that course, our Braille literacy one course, um, we never heard from them again. You know, 50% of them wouldn't turn an assignment. We don't know what happened. And then we saw another huge drop off. Those that completed Braille literacy one, we saw half of those never went on to, to our second Braille literacy two. See, you know, course. And so, um, we just thought, gosh, there, there's gotta be a way we could be doing things better and have a bigger impact here at Hadley. And that's why we decided to create our advisory panel. We had about 500 people right off the bat say, Hey, I want to help you. We've continued to ask. We've got about 4,500 people right now about across the country that are answering surveys for us. I get opportunities to reach out and talk to them. We do testing on different ideas with them as well. And, uh, and they're really guiding what we're doing here at Hadley. Um, you know, some of the just, if numbers are interesting to you last year, um, you know, we had a goal of something, I think 15,000 new learners here at Halley, but we toppled that and we reached 20,001 <laughs> new wow. people that were that, yeah, new learners here at Hadley that were receiving help from us, which I thought was just super exciting. And, and so this year with the numbers that we're looking at right now, we're anticipating another 30,000 new learners. Um, Did the 20,000? Did the twenty thousandth learner get a prize for being? They the did not. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I know. We, you know, we were we were kept getting. We seen the numbers going up and up and up. And we we're like, man, maybe we can reach twenty thousand. And you know, just at the last day of the year, it was twenty thousand and one. So we, <laughs> but the twenty thousand did not, Robert. No. <laughs> so where do you, do you get anybody? Do you get anybody you, overseas? Yes, we're worldwide. Um, which that's another great point. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, now all of our content up until about six months ago was all in English. And so if you wanted to, you know, learn from Hadley, if you wanted our help, um, you know, you had to know English. 
But we um, we actually have been working with the National Eye Institute, and we've developed a prototype of one of our workshop series, our cooking series, actually, um, all in Spanish. And so we have one of our workshop series that we can offer now that's completely in Spanish. And we've actually just hired two new people um, at our help desk. Those are the the gals that answer our eight hundred number and and try to help find you know help folks find what you know might be helpful for them. We've hired two new uh, fluent Spanish speakers uh, to help any you know Spanish speaking people that call as well. So. Um, we're trying to expand, um, you know, to provide it in different languages. So um, we're starting with Spanish right now. Okay, Peter, you have a question, and then I want to turn it over to the community. Go ahead, Peter. Sure. I was just curious uh, how you fund all this stuff. You know, it's, yeah, everything we do, and, and, it's, and I'm glad you brought that up too, Peter, because I always, I don't want to forget that to let you know everything we do is free of charge. There's no cost for anything we do here at Hadley, whether you're visually impaired yourself, you're a professional, your friend or family member of somebody is who's visually impaired. Um, but, um, we're, we're very fortunate to have a very, a pretty significant endowment that we live off of. Um, that was, you know, based on a lot of successful fundraising that's been done in the past. And we still rely on fundraising. Um, you know, our donors, um, are so important to us to keep us, um, you know, keep us, keep us going and keep everything free. Um, but then we also, we do, um, you know, apply for different grants that are out there when they're available to help with some of the funding. It's, it's part of the sign up process when you're on our website. We do, we do hope that everybody's using our services is willing to sign up on the website or when they call in, give us some basic information. Um, one of the key things is, you know, what's your relation to vision loss? Is it you personally? Are you a friend or family member? Are you professional? And, um, you know, gathering that kind of information allows us to, to apply for different grants that are available. If we can show a certain number of people that are using our services are visually impaired themselves. It does open up funding sources for us. Sure. Um, yeah, but I'm, it, yeah. I'm assuming that, uh, uh, again, this is a really hard question for you. Uh, if <laughs> folks want to, want to contribute, they can go to hadley.edu and, uh, and, and there's something there that will guide you to the right place. Yeah, there's, um, you know, in the top, um, navigation up there at the top of the, of every, every page, there's, um, you know, there's a donate button. So okay. it'll, all right. Allow you to quickly well, find okay. perfect. Yeah, the donation. All Go right. Ahead. So ahead, you're listening. You're listening to In Perspective. My name is Bob Branco, and of course, my co-host is Peter Alchul, and we have with us Mark Arneson, Director of Community at Hadley. So I would like to turn it over to our community. So Ray, our producer, is going to tell us if there are any hands raised, and then we'll take it from there. Ray. Yes. Phone number ending in zero five four. You are up first. Zero five four. You're right. Yes, this is Carol. Thank you. Uh, Mark, good to hear your voice. How are you? Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, I have learned so much and I'm pretty fairly familiar with Hadley. I've learned so much in just listening to this. So thank you. Thank you. And, but, but the one thing you haven't mentioned and I am a Huge fan is the discussion group. <laughs> so, Carol, you saved me. I was and, hoping someone would bring that up because I'm like, oh, I didn't get to talk about it yet. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Surprise, surprise. It's me. Um, but it's they are wonderful. So I'd love to hear have you talk about it. But I will also say personally that I have been thinking, um, and I'm not a not ninety something, but I'm I'm up there. And I've been thinking I'd really love to to try and learn Braille. And uh, so you have inspired me. I will be in touch with, with the office on yep. Monday. Wonderful. Um, but, but also just that, that um, how to go about 
if I'm, and I will look into more of the workshops, but what's the, what are the step-by-step things to do that besides, um, going online, which is, I'm going, I do swear, a pain in the ass to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, but okay, I'm going to be quiet now. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so good to hear you. Thank you. No, thanks, Carol. Um, our discussion. So again, I think I mentioned, you know, one of the, the things that we were kept hearing over and over again was this idea of being connected with others and uh, being a part of a community of others who just kind of understand what you're going through. And, uh, you know, again, being somewhat, somewhat academic focused, it, we never had thought about the idea of, of pulling together people in a community. And so it was a little bit new to us. But what we started doing was um, what we're calling discussion groups, and they're just they're Zoom calls, and so obviously you can join, um, you know, on your computer like this. You can call in on on any phone and join as well. Um, but once a month, we have a you know, there's ten different groups. They're each offered once a month, and they're for an hour each, where you can just spend time. Um, you know, with others who are going through something similar and talk about a topic that you might find interesting. Um, we've got one on exercise called Get Up and Go. Um, there's a travel talk, which, you know, is all about like, you know, navigating public transportation or airports and things like that. Um, we have a book club that meets once a month called the Book Nook. Um, there's a writer's circle. And so people are getting on and sharing writing tips and short stories and poetry and things like that. Um, we got a crafting circle, which, I have to admit, I've never joined that one. I, I don't think I have that bone in my body, but for the folks out there that do, you know, that love sewing and knitting and painting, um, our crafting circle meets once a month. Um, resource roundtable just highlights different resources out there, talking about what they're doing, how to access them, things like that. Um, we have a gardening group called Hadley Growers, a cooking group, what's cooking. Um, we got a technology group called Tech It Out and then, um, and then a braille group called Embracing Braille. And so again, they're once a month, same time, uh, every month, uh, the same day of every month. So it's like the, you know, first Thursday of every month at 7 p.m. Same number, same access code to try and make it as easy as possible to join. Um, and, and Zoom's got this new feature that we've been using. It's, it's called the call out feature, but we call it the call you feature. Um, I don't know if you guys have been using this, but, um, you know, if, if it's tricky for you to, to join online or to, Put in that phone number and that access code. You can just give us your phone number about 10 or 15 minutes before the meeting. We'll call you directly from the meeting. All you have to do is answer the phone, press one, and you're brought right into the meeting. So we have a lot of people that are, are using that one now too. So, um, yeah, our discussion groups, you know, uh, tech it out's our most popular one. We sometimes have gotten over 200 people on that call. Um, most of them, you know, maybe about 30 to 50 at any time, but yeah, tech it out's our pretty popular one. So what, what kind um, of feedback, what kind of, thank you, uh, yeah, uh, what kind of feedback? You know, do you I just, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, that's all right. I just had one more, one quote, one thing to just add about the discussion groups that they, oh, there are, um, facilitators on those calls right. that do, um, on a, whatever the topic might be that, that have gone, done some research on the topic. They may know no, nothing about it when they are, learn about that, whatever the topic is. And then we kind of lead the discussion. So it's not a, just a group of us on the call going back and forth un, unguided, if you will. Great point. Um, but it's, so it's really, it's really, so there's a lot of learning that can go on. And that's, that's so important to me. So I'm going to be quiet now. Thank Good you. Point. Well, thank, thank you, thank Carol. You. I, the question I just wanted to ask uh, it has to do with what kind of uh, reaction feedback are you getting about these discussion groups? 
Well, in we get, I mean, I think people are really enjoying them. I think as Carol said, that, you know, the learning piece is helpful for folks. And so, um, that we have a lot of people that the first probably 20 minutes of it, um, we're introducing a topic. We're talking about it, things we like about it, things, you know, we don't like challenges, things like that. So we'll introduce that. So we have a lot of folks that just like to, to kind of understand, uh, you know, and enjoying that first 20 minutes to learn something. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot that like to stay on and kind of contribute, um, you know, like they'll share their experience with it or ask questions or answer questions for folks and things like that. Um, one of the, the other pieces of those, though, is on, on the website or, again, if you call us, we can schedule you for alerts. And so um, if you, uh, you know, whenever we schedule one, you'll get an email to let you know what the topic is. And, uh, and then what time it is and how to join. And then after the meeting, we'll send you another one with a link on how to listen to the recording as well. So we do have a lot of folks that just like to get to the recording and kind of listen to it as well. But, um, I think a lot of people are really enjoying them. Now, I, not to say, I think we still need to build out community. Um, we've also hired a position here, um, our, our social service director, I think that's her title, social service support. Um, Faye, um, is actually in, currently developing a mentor program here at Hadley as well. We've got about 13 mentors that we've identified and we're starting to connect them with folks. Um, you know, and the idea was to help those who have maybe figured a few things out, um, you know, kind of help those who are maybe new to this and, and trying to figure a few things out. So we've got a mentor program we started, and then we're also going to develop um, some more virtual support groups for those folks that might, um, you know, find more emotional support helpful. Um, we want to offer that as an opportunity, too, as part of a community building. Ray, oh, Ray, any, anybody else yes. is waiting, Ray? Sharon, yeah, we have a few people. Uh, Sharon, you're up next. Hi. Thank you very much, Mark. This has been wonderful. Um, I have two kind of technical questions. Um, for, for workshops, um, do you go in and do register for each one individually? Is that how that works? For the workshops, I'm sorry, you go and register for them each individually? Yes, is that how that works? So if you, so if you, if you're, if you're on our website, um, again, yeah. it's a, it's a pretty simple process. There's this get started button. And again, that'll okay. walk you through setting up the site that's, you know, kind of best for your vision, contrast, font size, things like that. Then we take you right to our topic areas. And again, those are daily living, technology, adjusting right. to vision loss. And, and then, um, within those topic areas, we'll just list, um, you'll, you know, you'll select a topic area to list all the different series of workshops that we have available. Then within each of those series, if you select a series, say a cooking series, for example, you'll have a variety of different workshops within that series, like pouring hot liquids or using knife shape safely or, um, you know, telling when food is fully cooked. So, and then you would just select the workshop and it's, it's kind of a YouTube oh. format. It's a video. You would listen oh, to yeah. it. Just listen to it. Okay. Yep. They're but, transcribed but you, and they're, um, okay. there's, you know, resource okay. sections and things like that. And, but um, you would, you would like us to sign up in general for grant yeah. purposes, right? Yeah. And it will only give you a yeah. one minute sample of the video until you, um, and then we'll take you to a sign up process. And so you, you, you won't have full access to all of our content until you've actually signed up. Um, okay. On the website. I don't remember whether I have or not, but I'll check. <laughs> yeah, and you just give okay. us a call, and we can help you figure that out, too. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. My other question is, um, I had actually signed up for, I think, the Tech It Out um, oh. mailing, the list. Okay. But I've, I've never received anything. Nothing, huh? Uh, and so I'm not getting those alerts that you're mentioning. Um, should Should I, again, check that out with a call? Give us, yeah, the 800 number, and I want to make sure I leave you guys with, make sure you have that before I leave. Yes, um, thank you. 
Okay. But yeah, just give the gals at help desk a call and they'll okay. look into it and double check to see what's going on. But we'll get, we'll figure that out and get those alerts start sending to you, Sharon. Sure. Yeah. So I, I'm so guessing much. that 800 number is 800 Hadley 2? It's, uh, 323-4238. I've actually okay. never looked at what that spells. No, I, I, that was sort of 800 area code. 800 323 Perfect. Yep. 800 And you're on central time. So do you open at nine? Central? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock central. Oh, eight, o'clock. eight to okay. six. Yep. Okay. All, Thank the you, Sharon. All right, Sharon. Yes. Thank you very much. All right. Next up is phone number ending in five nine seven. Five nine seven. Who has the five nine seven? I don't Calandra. really Oh Calandra. Oh. Yes, Calandra. Go ahead, Calandra. Um, yes, um, I, I say in Braille, um, I like the side of the night and I used to, you know, uh, get Hadley courses in Braille and mostly on cartridge, but I was wondering if any of you, do y'all read and or write music and in Braille, and if you do, what is your favorite kind of music? Do you like Christmas or music or what? We do not have, um, we used to have a Braille music course as well, but we, we've retired that. So we do no longer offer Braille music here at Hadley. Again, um, what we're really kind of trying to offer is more practical ways to use Braille day to day. But, um, I, I, I don't, I don't know that I have a favorite. I do love Christmas music, but. Personally, but, um, but yeah, unfortunately we don't have a, a Braille music, um, workshop or course any longer. Cause I used to take courses in Adley and, uh, that was where I heard about it. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to take that. And I, I know a lot of people enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, Calandra. I Mark, if I may make a comment. Yeah. Uh, when I was at Perkins school way back in the day, I took a music braille course in fifth and sixth grade. You know what they called it? No. Solfeggio. Solfeggio. I don't know why they called it that, but they did. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, Ray. Next up is phone number ending in 694. 694. 694. Am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Who is this, please? Okay. Chad calling from Corning, New York. Uncle Chad. Yes. How are you? Uncle Chad. I'm good. (laughs) So, so my, my question is, um, I like to review the course catalog or course workshop catalog, if you want to call it, on the internet quite often. And, um, one day they, um, Got me a course that I did not order, and um, they told me I could keep it, but it was called um, Starting a Business, and um, I did not see that course on the internet listing. I'm wondering, are there other courses that I can find that are not on the listing? That's my question. Yeah, so we, you know, we, we do have a catalog. It's a, it's a, it, we can off, we can send you a link to a catalog online. Um, the tricky piece to it though is, is we're continuing to add more and more workshops every week. Um, you know, here at Hadley. So 
we launched the site in July of 2020 with 100 workshops. We had 100 workshops ready, and we're like, okay, let's let's put it out there. And uh, like I said, I think we're now we're close to like 500 different workshops that we have available. And so any catalog that we send um, is just going to be outdated pretty quickly. And so we do have a catalog that we can a link that we can send to you. And every Sunday night, it goes through the site and updates itself. And so every Monday morning, you'll have a complete listing of all the offerings that we have available. Um, so all you have to do, again, call the 800 number. We can get that link sent out to you. Now, the other piece is if you can, if you just call our 800 number, the gals there, what they'll do is just talk to you about, you know, something that you're wanting to learn or, you know, is there something that, um, you know, you think might be helpful and, and together you can figure out something that we might have available and, and we'll just get it sent off to you. Um, there's another interesting point. Chad, I think you made there is, is everything we send to you, you keep. Like you don't send anything back to us. Um, similar to the, the content on our website, we want you to be able to have access to it whenever you want, however you want, as many times as you want. And so we call it our learning library. And so, um, everything we send to you, our hope is that, you know, you can kind of start to develop your own little library of things and be able to go back to it anytime that you need to. So nothing is sent back to us as well. And, uh, just so how do I find this link or website that you mentioned? Yeah, if you, again, for the new, new courses. Just give us a call at our 800 number and the gals at our help desk can send that off to you or they can give it to provide it for you. What's the number again, Chad? I mean, uh, Mark, the yeah. number again? Does Chad know it? No, it was, <laughs> I thought you were testing him. <laughs> no, it's, uh, 1-800-323-4238. Okay. And what do they do? Do they send that to links to me in an email, or what do they, they how do I get it? If you prefer, yep. Okay, very good. They can read it to That's you, or question. they can send us an email. Yep. Thank okay, you so thank you. Thank you, Chad. All right, Catch you later. Chris, you are up next. Who's next? Chris. Chris is up next. Chris. Yeah, um, just very briefly, how do you, in your technology courses, or not courses, but um, mm-hmm. the technology workshops, yeah. how would you physically teach a beginning computer user with yeah. a screen reader? Well, we do have, we do have screen reader, you know, using a screen reader to get online and things of that nature. So they are the workshops, but it's, it's literally a, a, a kind of a guided walkthrough, um, a step by step guided walkthrough on how to use some of these different features. Um, with our technology, you know, we actually worked closely with Apple, with Google, with Microsoft, um, mm-hmm. to develop, um, all these little instructional guides on all the different features that are available in their devices, their products, and again, on their computers. And so um, I'd encourage you to, to, you know, maybe give it a try um, and see what you think. If it, if it, you know, if it's not helpful for you, we'd love to know that, but, um, but it is kind of a step-by-step walkthrough on all these different mm-hmm. features and, and how to yeah. use them. Well, I actually am above, above, uh, first, the first learning of computers, but, I just was curious because if you don't have the physical arrow keys in front of you, if you don't have, if you know, if you're just trying to learn enough to just get started from a very basic place, yeah, uh, I wonder how you would do that. I well, just, yeah, yeah. And the other piece, and again, mm-hmm. this, this reminds me of a, you know, we do have people that sometimes are challenged by our workshops and, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're not sure what to do and how to do it. And, um, so it, on every workshop page on our, on our website. And again, if you call right to Hunter, we can connect you 
to what we're calling our learning experts. They're, they're really mm-hmm. the folks here at Hadley that develop those workshops. And so we have a group of folks that are available in each of those different topic areas. And if you need any help, if something doesn't make sense, um, you just give us a call and we'll connect you with one of those folks. On our website, mm-hmm. you can just call a number. Um, there's a number listed on every workshop page. If you call that number, one of those folks will answer the phone mm-hmm. and they'll do their best to help you in any way that they can as well. Well, thank you. That's, um, thank you for telling me that we, yeah. we hear a lot about the, we kind of get, sometimes the beginners get lost, like I did in the beginning. So no, I can imagine. Yeah. No, we're yeah. here to help any way we can. It's, <laughs> All right. So, so yep. I, I'm assuming uh, we have a couple of minutes left. So go ahead, just, mm-hmm. just, just very okay. quickly. Thank you uh, very thank much. You, thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, what, one of the things that Chris reminds me of is the, is the various complicated swipes and double taps and triple taps and, mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, and I do, do you, I assume you do have an iPhone kind of uh, series of workshops to help folks get started with that. Yep. There's a low vision series and a voiceover series that we have available for the iPhone and the iPad. Yeah. iPad. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Ray, anybody else? Beth from New Mexico. We have you got one minute, people. Beth. We're probably not going to get to everybody, but uh, we apologize for that. But Beth, you're Beth. next. Yes. Hello. Yes. That's what I was going to ask too. If, um, is there any other way that you can take those workshops except on your website? I I kind of would be a, a beginner 10 and 11 user. The last computer I used was a 7. Yeah, no, give us a call. We can send you any of our content in the mail as well. If you if you, you know if, if you don't know Braille, we can send it if you know Braille, we can send it yeah, in Braille. Yeah, I know Braille. Braille. Yeah, we can send any of the workshops in Braille, large print, or in audio. So you don't need to be on our website. You give us a call, and we'll just get your information, your name, your address, and we'll mail it out to you. Okay, that would be cool if you had those on Zoom, too. Yeah, yeah. Robert had mentioned that. I know. Um, We have one more person. Nora, if we can get you in really quickly. Uh, you got about 20 seconds. <laughs> You're hi. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I want to ask you... Uh, do you teach UEB Braille or regular Braille? It, it, it's UEB Braille that we're teaching. Oh, okay. I just wondering, because I used to be... I don't you know, envy you. Yep. Regular Braille. All right. I think we really are out of time. Uh, thank we you are so out much of time. For, Nora, for all thank the, you. And, everybody, yeah. thank you, Mark. Yeah, my Mark. pleasure. Thanks, you guys. You made this super fun. <laughs> it was fun. Mark, one more time, the website. Yeah, website is hadley.edu. That's H-A-D-L-E-Y dot E-D-U. And the 800 number is 1-800-323-4238. Thank you, Mark Arneson. It was a pleasure having you on In Perspective today. And, appreciate and good it. Good luck with your future uh, endeavors at Hadley. Thank you. Really appreciate it. And I it. want to thank our participants as well for being a part of the program, along with, of course, Peter and Raymond for their parts. Thank you, everybody. Next week, we're going to have another author. His name is Steve Deberge. He wrote a book called The Mechie Meridian. He'll talk about that next week. Go safe with God's abundant blessings, everyone. Have a great evening.